0: I'm Sinead. I'm
1: Demetrius.
0: And welcome to Let's Talk About It.
1: Let's Talk About It. So what you got to talk about today?
0: Well, I just got finished watching a uh, Andre, Andre the Giant story. You know I'm big on uh, watching documentaries or um, biopics. It really inspires me. I love knowing about people's stories. I don't know why. It's just it really inspires me to
1: um we got the point but get to the point please stretching it out
0: (laughs) the point is I was really inspired by his story um you know a lot of times people watch people's stories and it's just a movie to them but for me it goes deeper than just a movie because every time I watch someone's stories to see where they come from and then to you know the things that they create or who they become it's just like I don't know it does something to me internally to make me want to um, do things that much more to kick in um, my own creativity and become the best me.
1: Well, since you started there, so when when do you think a person should give up on their dreams?
0: I don't think you should ever give up on your dreams. The day you should give up on your dreams is the day you tap out. The day you don't. But what
1: if you're chasing the wrong dream and it's just a dream? I don't. What do you mean? I mean, I, I see a lot of people out here rapping, thinking it's their dream, but they can't rap worth shit. Don't you still? But they believe it's their dream.
0: But see, I don't believe that. And I'm going to tell you why. Because when you say tra- ch- chasing a fake dream, I think a lot of people want to rap because they think it's the easy way out. It's, you know, they're caught up in the fame, the glitz, the glamour. They want to be known. Well, they that's want to be seen. Well,
1: then that's when you need to separate your dream from your purpose.
0: Oh, definitely. But I think a lot of times people they the the dream has nothing to do with their purpose, and it's just something they want to do for an easy way out. Like a lot of people, you know, at times I'm not going to say a lot of people, but I've come across people that when you ask them ask them what is their purpose, they say they they want to they're supposed to be famous. Well, I don't think your purpose. What would be what would be the point of you being famous? Yeah, you can be famous, but in that there's still a purpose behind it. And so I think even with rapping, a lot of times people just think it's easy. They see these new rappers or these up-and-coming rappers, and they don't know the story behind you know their success. And that's why I like watching people's movies, you know, their biopics or their documentaries, because it shows them in the struggle. You know, and then to greatness. So if you're just doing the dream because you think it's easy, I see a lot of people doing different things because they see someone else do it and they're doing it because, oh, I could do that, too. That's easy. But not understanding that's a part of their purpose and their journey. So when I say dream, I'm talking about dream being um, tied into your purpose.
1: That makes pretty much more sense. So you saying you should never give up on your purpose once you find your purpose.
0: Well, see, we're talking about a whole other conversation because if you ask most people in life what is their purpose, they have no idea.
1: Well, how, how did we find out our purpose?
0: I believe your passion fuels your purpose. You know, I've always was a writer, you know. From the time I was a kid, 10 years old, I was introduced to a haiku haiku poem in fifth grade. We had to do an assignment, and ever since then, I fell in love with poetry. And, you know, even as kids, I would write you poems. It was a way of self-expression for me to write, you know, when I was happy, when I was sad, when I was angry. And then, you know, then it went into
1: writing short stories and then to movies. Yeah, I remember the poems. I had them in a box, but something happened to them. You probably threw them away. Yeah, but go ahead. Not to cut you off because you was on a uh, like, yeah
0: was, you was yeah. To yeah. But anyways, <laughs> and so I was always a writer. You know, um, being able to speak, I didn't like my voice, but I was always told that I was a great speaker. So these were things that I was doing without even realizing it. You know, I was always the go-to person among my families and, and my family and friends that people came and asked me for advice. Never even thought about being a therapist. So I believe your passion. It's something that you do without thinking about it. If I got to try hard, well, not say try hard because a lot of things you do, you have to try hard at it. But what I'm saying is if it doesn't come naturally, then that probably has nothing to do with your purpose because when well, you... Well,
1: you say naturally. I mean, like me, I got a lot of stuff that come naturally, and it's but I'm still trying to search for my purpose. I'm still don't know my purpose. But I could do a lot of shit naturally. That's not... It's easy. A lot of things come easy to me, but I still don't know what my purpose is
0: because your purpose has nothing to do with you. And that's what people get it twisted. They think their purpose is about them. Look at Martin Luther King. You know, his purpose was beyond him. You know, purpose is legacy. When you leave, it should live past you. If your purpose stopped with you, there's something wrong with that, because your purpose is to touch other people after you on the side of you in front of you to encourage, to be better people, whatever that purpose is. I know my purpose in life is to provoke thoughts, ultimately change people's behavior. How do I do that in my writings, in my movies in my sessions and speaking. And so I feel like, once you figure that out, you'll have a blueprint for everyday life. You know, every day I have goals that I get up and accomplish, whether it's for personal business or whatever, I have something that I'm working on every single day, even Saturday and Sunday because I know my purpose you know in the passions that I was doing that fueled my purpose were things that came naturally to me. You know, I don't have to try to speak great or be a powerful speaker because it's something that I it, it's it's natural. I don't have to try hard to write. It comes natural. You know, I don't have to try hard to give people tips and advice on life. It comes natural.
1: Okay, it comes natural. You have any other topics of discussing?
0: No, well, I do want to go back to last week. Um, I had talked about people being married and not being the common law uh, of marriage in California, and I know there's going to be one smart, intelligent person say, Well, Samia, you didn't say anything about um, wills of trust and power of attorneys, and I know you know that legal aspect of it, of if someone is a power of attorney or. Um, in your will of trust and they are entitled to things but my point is how many people are are really have those type of things documented in their contracts you know once they pass away or something their health was to de- deteriorate um so that was my point if you know what i'm talking about listen to last week uh podcast and get updated on why i said
1: that no i got a question that's been bogging my mind that i wanted to ask why do Christians is so judgmental? I was watching a Snoop interview, and he got a lot of backlash from the Christian community of his gospel album. Why do you think Christians are so judgmental?
0: That's like a blanket statement to say, or, you know, it's...
1: Well, it always comes from the Christian community. I mean, um, every time I'm around Christians, they always talking about sinners. But when I'm around sinners, we ain't talking about Christians.
0: Well, Christians, uh, well, they go hand in hand because you have Christians that are sinners. Um, I think it's, hold on. I feel like you can't generalize a whole group of people based on their beliefs because just because someone says they are Christian, what does that really mean? Though I hear a lot of people say that, but their actions don't reflect what they say. So, When people tell me that, that doesn't mean anything to me. You know, just because you say you're a Christian and you're not really working on changing you daily, you're still you. So if you're a judgmental person, whether you're a Christian or not a Christian, you're just in reality just judgmental. I think the problem comes in when people forget where they came from. They forget their journey. And once they reach a point, I'm not going to even say once they reach a point, because many times when they're criticizing people, you know, If you look, if we have the opportunity or the privilege to see them behind closed doors, they're not that squeaky clean either. So I just feel like that's a mindset. You know, I think people forget, you know, when they were in the walk Well, they're still in the walk. But before they came to know Christ, how were they then? You know, what type of person were you then? You know, did you rob? Did you steal? Did you lie? And I think once they get into the church, it's like they become holy rollers. And they forget the journey.
1: Everybody yeah, arrives did,
0: at a different time. Yeah, to me,
1: in my opinion, I, I really feel like a lot of them put a mask on just to cover up what they still do, and they just put the Christian mask on me because a lot of people put their guard down when you tell them you're a Christian. All of a sudden, you're a good person.
0: Well, what is the Christian mask?
1: Um, let's say, um, let's say if I I, I like to gossip. Um, so now that I got into church, I just put my Christian mask on, but I still gossip, and I biz- now I'm a Christian with it.
0: See, this is the so problem that people They don't have.
1: change. They just put a mask on. That's how I feel.
0: you saying go to church. Church is a building. It's, it's merely just a building. You're walking into a building. And I think that's the difference with the people you're talking about. It's the difference than going to church every Sunday or church attendance and having a relationship with God. It's completely different. So, yeah, if I go to church and I'm not really... Um, seeking change I'm that same person but when I become to the point where I'm adamant in having a personal relationship with God then that's where you see the transformation not just going into a building I can go to school every day and not graduate because I'm not there to learn I'm not there to grow so just because you go into a church building and you say you are a Christian what does that mean because if you really want to grow That's where you have to work on a personal relationship with God. So that's what I said. When people say they're Christians, what does that mean? I don't care about your religious beliefs. What does your relationship look like with God? Because if you truly have a relationship with God, your actions will show that. It will reflect that. Integrity, just the way you move, the way you speak, the way you entreat others, period. Because the Bible tells us to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. And if you really love yourself, how does that look like when you're talking about or mentioning other
1: people. True, true. So so back to this other question of how, uh, when I was used to be in the church, I used to see a lot of people hide their bad ways from the pastor, but not realizing God see everything. Why do you think people do that? Try to please man, but God sees everything.
0: see, that goes back to relationship because at the end of the day, I'm I'm more worried about how God is pleased with me, not people. And so when you're a people pleaser, you want to fit in and everything is about society. If you look at society, the following, everything that people do, the trends, it's because they want to fit in. They want acceptance. They want to feel important. But when you have a relationship, a relationship, none of that even matters because you're here for purpose. You're here doing what you're supposed to be doing. Knowing at the end of the day, God is pleased because when you do the things that pleases God, the world, the people are not going to be pleased. Trust me.
1: Well, just switch the topic down. This is where, um I had a question. Somebody um,
0: did I answer your question?
1: Um, I, I lost track. I stopped paying attention after a while. My bad. <laughs> somebody, you don't ask me no somebody, questions. a viewer probably picked it up, but um. A question I got from somebody was how do a woman feel seeing her man get beat up?
0: I don't know, I've never seen my man get beat up.
1: But basically how would you still respect him? Seeing him get beat up?
0: Well I mean you gotta be realistic. Your your mate can't
1: what do the you world. lose respect from from your mate seeing him get beat up?
0: It depends on the situation. So And let's say a scenario where, you know, somebody's being disrespectful and your mate defends you and he gets beat up. Do I lose respect? Absolutely not. I understand that he's a human. He's not, you know, supernatural where he could just beat up everybody. But if you have a mate that's always constantly running their mouth, you know, and get beat up yeah there's definitely a amount of respect lost because you're talking like you could whoop the world when you really can't
1: what about uh, uh, your mate um, declines a f- uh, fight like run from you would you lose respect at-
0: no because at this day and age as a wife as a mother I would probably talk you out of a fight if someone came and there is an issue arising, why would I want to see you in jail or something? Because let's be honest, fights escalate. You know, somebody gets beat up, they're not going to be okay with that. Then they're calling people, they may have a gun. It could go south so fast. So for me, I would even walk away from a fight. And as, you know, a teenager, I would fight all the time. But you have to th- look at the bigger picture. Like, it's in terms of you and I, we have a lot to lose. So would I lose respect? Absolutely not. I feel like that's the difference between a man and a boy. A man walks away with integrity. A boy feels like he has to prove something. There's a difference.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think as you get older, certain situations, you you know.
0: I don't even think, think it's forward. age. I just think it's mindset. Because even if you're 22 years old and you have kids, you have a bigger purpose or um, something greater than yourself. You should always be thinking about if I fight, if I engage in whatever this is. How is it going to affect me or the people around me in the long run? So I don't think that's age. That's mindset. Only a fool f- feels like they have to prove themselves. I know who I am. I don't have to prove myself to anyone. So why would I put myself in a position and I don't know the outcome? That doesn't make sense. So it's not age. It's mindset. And I think a lot of men, a lot of boys need to grow up and understand that your actions are not just about you,
1: but the people around you, right. especially your in kids you. In the middle of a situation, you. sometimes you don't have time to think.
0: She you always happened. have time to think. Uh, unless you're impulsive. Nah, unless you're impulsive. The only way I could see you saying that you just reacted because everything that comes is a fight, a flight or a fight response. Now, if someone puts their
1: hands on you, of course you have to fight because now you're in defense mode. Well, let me say a situation. We was on a cruise. I gave a guy a couple of warnings. And after I gave him a warning, I it took was flight avoidable. on avoidable. It was avoidable. I mean, it was avoidable. But I already gave him a warning. But I, it was I, I, avoidable. It, the first time was avoidable. The second time he was being I disrespectful. And you, my
0: mate, but it, but, it was avoidable. It was, you did it because you wanted to. You had ample time to think. You didn't have to respond. It wasn't, he'd sworn going you, but, but I gave him a warning. he swung sworn going you, but you could clearly see that he wasn't a threat. So that was avoidable. You didn't have to engage in that.
1: I didn't have to engage, but it was a lesson needed to be learned. Um, for who? For the man. Well, who you, are after, you I mean, to make someone you, learn a lesson? After like, after this is not somebody, your kid. After you give somebody a warning and they keep trusting that luck, I mean, it's that's the only way they need to the understand it. Like I said, sometimes you just things happen and you got to do what you got to do.
0: I think that's just from a man or your perspective because for me, um, putting my hands on someone is the last resort. Me being a fighter or used to being a fighter I just, I just feel like you know, my dad taught me a valuable lesson as a kid. You know, if somebody can make you that angry to hit them, then they're controlling you. And I feel like the best way to fight, no, or no, defe- I hold on. Angry. I'm, I'm not finished. Angry. The best way to defeat somebody is by using your intellect. So, and that's I don't what I like-
1: used the first time my intellect.
0: It was. It avoidable. didn't work.
1: Shit.
0: It, it was. I'm avoid- <laughs> still intellect say, didn't work. But I'm <laughs> still say it was avoidable. You didn't. It wasn't like your life was in th- uh, being threatened. You were in danger. It, it was definitely avoidable. You did it because you wanted to. I felt like maybe, you know, I'm going to be honest. I felt like it was your ego more than anything. Okay. A guy trying to talk to your wife, on and on and on. You tell him not to. That's more of an ego thing. But it was definitely avoidable.
1: So so what, what are the topics you got going on over there today that you occurred this week?
0: Occurred this week? I'm yeah. just in a peaceful place, man. Like... A, I can't describe it a lot of times when I say I'm at peace, people don't believe it. they don't understand why I'm so happy all the time because I feel like happy happiness is a mindset you know you have the choice not to be happy. Someone got on my status and said, You know happiness is not a choice. um, I thought the same thing until life what they say until until life taught me otherwise well situations I feel like even in life if a situation I could determine
1: type of people I just block shit no, you
0: need, you need to, to see some positivity but if, if life situations dictates to you your mind frame your mindset whether you're going to be happy or sad you know that's still a choice I don't allow the situations in my life to define whether if I'm going to get up you know whether or not I'm going to get up and choose to be happy or sad today I choose happiness why because Happiness brings forth peace. Why? Because the more stressed out you are, you know, it says the statistics show that, you know, you may not live longer. So why not choose happiness in a long living, fulfilled
1: life? I choose to be happy. Should I choose happiness, too, until I got to go to work?
0: No, I understand that. (laughs) I'm not in that place no more. You know, let's talk about that because um, I'm not in that place no more. I walked out on faith. Um, quit my job, um, started my own company. But you know, getting up and going to work every day was was hard for me because there's employees and employers in this world. And I knew from a very young age I wasn't an employee. And my husband's not an employee. He has to be there now for certain situations till certain things fall into place. But no, I completely understand that. And if you know that you're not an employee, and some. I don't want to say like something's wrong with employees because neither is good or bad. You need them both. But know which one is for you and which one works for you. Some people are okay with the steady guaranteed paycheck. Some people are okay. You know, they love the fact that they go in Monday through Friday or whatever their work schedule is. See, for
1: me, it's been built into me of I've had a job since I was 16. So it's just not having a job and a reliable paycheck it's, it's odd to me. You know what I'm saying? So it's really, there's something, a cycle I need to break. Definitely. You know, and walk out on faith. If I mean, I could have walked out on faith now, but it's just that security. Mm, I've had it since I was 16, so but it's kind break from
0: there. And, and that's where you go to relationship, because my security is not in a paycheck or a job, because the job can fire you tomorrow. My security is in God. And when you say you have a relationship and you really believe in God, you believe that he will take care of you but i'm not saying just quit your job and you didn't consult you didn't pray about it you know you got to of course do things in order and i prayed about it and i knew it was time to go you know but again my security is in him not in a paycheck because i can go and get another job but why would i do that True, it's a faith walk you know it's easy to say you believe when everything is going good, and when you and can see how everything is going to happen. Is
1: we laid the foundation also, so you could.
0: Yeah, but so even let's not make fair. it seem
1: like they, they, you just jumping out there. The foundation is laid to start your own business.
0: Okay, but why is the foundation laid? I just woke but up one day and said, in. but why? All of that still goes back to prayer and instruction. I didn't just wake up one day and say, hey, I want to do this, that, 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 and this. It was all provision. And I think we need to be clear on that because a lot of times people see success and they just assume well, they did this and that in terms of my success. I'll never not give God the glory because it's him that give me the ideas. It's him that gives me the instructions. It's him that makes it plain for me to do the moves and do the things that I do. So I'm going to be clear on that. It's God. Yeah, the foundation was laid, but even the foundation being laid was all through prayer and hearing his voice and getting instruction.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Okay. Because I was about to. I'm waiting on oh, you. Like, let's not play. I'm like one of saying,
1: these people. I was saying the whole catalog. Oh, that's what I'm talking about foundation. Yeah. The whole contract catalog. Yeah, like but at the list, same time, everything was done. But before. it's still
0: exactly. But that's life. I don't want nobody to think, oh, she just walked out and she just did this on her own. No, every move was about God. But hold on, I'm going to go back to this. I have paused because I was waiting to hear what she was going to say. See, I'm one of them people. Some people get mad when they talk about their parents and they be ready to fight. You know, when people say little disrespectful stuff about God, that's how I be. I get real frustrated and upset, like, don't play with my father like that. Give him his props. I feel like too many people, they always want to uplift themselves and look good and look at me and look at me and all that. At the end of the day, I'm trying to let you look at God because it's not me, but it's him through me that enables me to do the things that we're able to do for ourselves and our family. So I don't never want to take that spotlight away from God
1: okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're so annoying you're so annoying no i just gotta give glory where it's due you know give praise where it's due props where it's due i think too many times people don't do that it's i i i i did
1: this and it spouse it got your back yes.
0: but who who gave me your spouse god so <laughs> the way it goes you can't take nothing away from him like, it annoys me when people i did this i'm making these moves i Self-made, no God,
1: God. Okay, you finished with your little rant.
0: My little rant, yes. Little
1: rant there, okay. It's God, guys. Make sure you got that. (laughs) Write that down. You better know it. Such dealing
0: with me. Do you have any more topics, sir?
1: No, I've been through all mine.
0: Okay, well, I guess that concludes our podcast. But I just want to inspire you guys to live your best life um you know when you see people doing good don't get mad let it motivate you when i see people doing good you know man if you knew people that i knew my friends people that are close to me you when, see
1: people doing good and you doing bad you better talk to god
0: yeah but yeah but you better talk to him about your heart condition
1: so it not like god got favorites huh
0: no nah, he ain't got favorites everybody's journey is different but what I was saying is, is when I see people doing good, it literally fuels my fire. Like it inspires me. It motivates me. It, I don't know. It just speaks something into me. To like, man, I got to get it. I got to. You know what I'm saying? It just gives me that extra push and that extra energy. If you're the type of person that sees somebody making moves and you get mad, you definitely need to check your heart and check yourself. Yeah, you the a hater. Basically. But until next time, as I always say, continue to break your cycle. Ah, why am I always messing this up? When that ah, you know what I want to say. Continue to break cycles, and you know, thanks for joining in and tuning in in our podcast. And send in
1: some questions. I know y'all got some questions.
0: Y'all have questions on oh, it. You know what? I forgot to do the questions. Well, so who
1: got questions?
0: We'll do it next time. Uh, we can throw them back now. Yeah, we we'll can do it. You know, Taylor, really? we'll, we'll do it next time. Tune in next week with talk. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about. it. Mm-hmm.